Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, what would James Bond do? I've got a really good success story and email here from a guy who's 50 years old. He's been in great shape his whole life. And up until he found my work, he was pretty much the beta male pleaser who never had any problem meeting and attracting women, but he wasn't able to keep them around in his life for very long because put him on a pedestal, treat him like a doormat. So what he learned in my book helped him clean up his game. And he's in a he's in a great situation. What he does for a living, he always say he's constantly got beautiful women coming in and out of his office. He's I guess a massage therapist, and so he meets women all the time. You think about it, like how do you pick up you, know, you you got a woman basically naked other than the fact that she's got a towel wrapped around her. How do you approach those situations? What how would you say what you say? How do you it's like no matter what you do for a living, the idea is if you're doing something you really love and you really enjoy and you're passionate about and you're good at it, you just got to live your life. And meeting women will be a side effect of having an awesome life, which is exactly what this guy, he's in a great position because he's constantly giving massages to very attractive women. And he knows how to approach things the right way. And even I think he said he had a wristband made that has the initials WWJBD, which stands for What Would James Bond Do? I think that's fucking awesome. Such a great idea. So I got a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email and pick out the little nuggets here of what he's working on that's working so well for him obviously. And the quote says, women want a man who they can totally submit to emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. However, they will not be submissive or vulnerable to just any man. They will only let men have their way with them who act worthy of this most precious gift of feminine submissiveness. Women want a man who loves himself, who respects himself, who values his time, who stands up for himself and what he believes in, and who is charming, chivalrous gentleman who is a charming, chivalrous gentleman who respects and adores all women. He's a man who is direct, decisive, and who goes for what he wants without fear of rejection or the consequences. He's a man who believes in honor, always doing the right thing, and living his highest truth. He shares himself what he has to offer with like-minded people who are open to him, but he's always willing to walk away forever without looking back from those who don't value and appreciate him. The idea is you put your gift out there, you put your intentions out there into the world for a woman to either accept or reject your invitation. That's all you can really do. He says, greetings, coach. I hope this letter finds you continuing to prosper and be well. It is. Thank you very much. And thanks for writing a great fucking email, by the way. And being awesome. You're a fucking awesome success story here. This, The lifestyle that you're living there are millions of men all over the world that fantasize and dream about exactly what you're experiencing right now and I think it's fucking awesome. Not only do you have a great life for yourself but all the women that have the honor of encountering you in their lives, you give them a kick-ass experience as well. So that's great, dude. Pat yourself in the back. Job fucking well done. He says, what you're doing for us men, your, your female clients and for the better good of all, I am sure is paying dividends well beyond the financial aspect. Absolutely. I love getting pictures of, of guys and their girls or girls with their guys or couples that got together and they send me pictures of their babies. It's fucking great. 
He says, you should be proud of all that you're doing. I've been following you for over six months now. I follow up and keep track of your emails, recent cases, and have watched as many of your videos as possible. I can't say I've watched them all, but I'm pretty darn sure it's well over 80. But yeah, at this point, I think I'm, I'm closing in on like 1,700 videos. He says, I'm now on my sixth reading of your book, but find that my mind tends to race ahead wanting to finish out or assume what is going to be stated next. So after this reading, I am going to set it aside for a while, maybe a few weeks or a few months, and then dive back in as though it was all new material. Sounds great. Well, you're doing well with it. So awesome for you. But one thing I would say is especially if you get serious with a woman, you, there's the relationship skills that you're probably not using a lot of right now. You're going to need those. Success depends upon prior preparation. Without said preparation, there's sure to be failure. Confucius said that. He, he continues on, you showcased one of my earlier letters and did a video called The Power of Saying No. At that time, I had been involved with a young woman with an emotional dysfunction known as BPD, Borderline Personality Disorder. I am 50 years old and she's in her mid-30s. I'm still in great shape as I have been working out with weights since the age of 16 and I have a very masculine, rugged, handsome look as I've been told that has always attracted women, especially younger women. The reason that younger, beautiful women like older, handsome, charming guys like myself is that we get it. We know how to date and court women properly and we don't act like the fucking horny virgin teenager with our hands all over them. They don't have to worry about us stalking them. We, just, we know what we, we're doing. We, we've been around the block a few times. And that's why you see a lot of beautiful young women with older, successful guys. Because the guys at their, their age, they don't fucking get it. They don't know what they're fucking doing. He says, unfortunately, my, work, my looks were not enough to keep most women, especially younger girls that were exploring their sexuality. I was needy, highly emotional, reactive, and the inner poet in me had a tendency to write out these long, drawn-out, sappy emails. I did have accidental moments of dominance as I enjoy kinkier aspects of my sexuality, but I realized that it was because I was role-playing in my mind. I wasn't really a true dominant alpha male. This girl that I mentioned that has BPD really took me, or should I say I allowed her, on a wild emotional ride for two years. Remember, no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. Because of insecurities, I was at her beck and call and would take a daily, sometimes twice daily commute of one hour round trip to go see her. Since she doesn't drive, at her request, I was her taxi and I endured a lot of emotional abuse. Oh, that sounds like barrels of fun. Two hours a day on the road for this chick just to fucking take her to the grocery store. Ah, oh, fuck that noise. I was a pleaser and pretty much submissive. The thought of seeing someone else never crossed my mind as I felt I could not find anyone better. As she dumped me for about the third time, I totally fell apart to the point of being suicidal. It's never that bad, dude. Pain is temporary. You got to get into it before you can get out of it. You're feeling those kinds of feelings. Give yourself permission to feel like that forever. Hey, I'll say I feel this way the rest of my life. Fuck it. I feel fucking miserable. I feel depressed. 
I feel like laying on the couch all fucking day and eating junk food and doing nothing, listening to the, our love songs from our relationship over and over and crying my fucking eyes out, feeling the loss of my former ex-girlfriend, moping around the house, not doing anything, not hanging out with my friends, just being a fucking lame ass pile of nothingness in my bed i'm okay with that i love it i embrace it i embrace feeling shitty and maybe i'm gonna feel this way the rest of my life fuck it if that's my if that's my destiny it's my destiny when you really get into that and you really feel the depth of that without going when is this going to be over when am i going to feel good again when is this going to get better when you're no longer thinking those thoughts when you're okay with being shitty and depressed and sad that's when it like just fucking dissipates and evaporates and all of a sudden you're like, I feel really good. It's because you were authentically present, you experienced that energy and that emotion, it moved through your nervous system and now it's dissolved. Now it doesn't mean that next week or a few days from now or later tonight you won't still – you won't have another episode of that. But the more you get into it and the more you become okay with staying in it, staying in that shit storm, staying in that shitty feeling, whatever it is. And giving yourself permission to stay there forever or a week or two weeks, whatever it happens to be, when you're really okay with that, that's when it dissolves on its own. But when you're trying to get it to dissolve, when you're trying to get out of that state, it's like what you resist will persist. It's just like children. If you look at little children, when they experience their emotions, they're present with them, they cry, they scream, they yell, they throw their temper tantrum and then five minutes later, they're happy running around like nothing ever happened. If we can do that as adults, you won't stay – but if you try to resist it all the time, you're just always going to have that funk following you wherever you go. He says, it was at this time that I came across your work. I also discovered that I had unknowingly been suffering from being codependent. I looked over my life and realized that my weak codependent beta male behavior had left a trail of failures not only in my personal life but professionally as well. I stopped dating for about three months. I had no contact at all with my then borderline personality disorder girlfriend and dove into your work as well as other life coaches such as Eckhart Tolle. His stuff is great. The Power of Now. Awesome. Read it. Definitely. It will really help you when you're suffering to lose your judgments about it so you can move past it and get out of that funk. I also did a weekend marathon where I watched almost all of the James Bond movies and subscribed to the website 007.com. That's fucking cool. I looked over the various James Bond girl profiles, especially the old school 70s girls and asked myself, what would these women think if I, as James Bond, had written and sent them some of the sappy emails I had a tendency to send or the desperate texts I had become accustomed to sending? The realization was obvious. I also went to a local shop in town that makes customized t-shirts, jewelry, etc. and had them make me a black rubber band that I wear on my wrist that has the letters WWJBD, meaning what would James Bond do, written in white. When asked what my band means, I simply say that it's my spiritual amulet. <laughs> That's fucking great. I am an RMT, registered massage therapist, working on my master's in acupuncture. I do massages on men and women professionally at a high-end spa, including some very successful alpha females. He's in a target-rich environment. He just has to sit back, relax, be awesome at his life and his career, and the women just show up. 
and the ones that he feels a connection with, when he feels that attraction based upon what I talk about in my book, he drops the hint and they do the rest. In the past, I completely missed a lot of subtle cues that these naked women on my massage table were sending out and I'm sure they thought I was gay. I'm always a consummate professional while at work but now when I notice that a particular woman I am doing a massage on is turned on or seems to be a little attracted to me, I give them my card afterwards and extend an offer for a cup of coffee or an invite to dinner if she is especially attractive. Hey, I'd love to get together for a cup of coffee sometime. They're communicating interest and you're kind of in that that zone where you got to be professional because you don't want her to go, hey, your fucking massage therapist just propositioned me for sex and I don't like that. I'm never coming back here again. Obviously, that's the worst fear. So the way he does is says, hey, if you ever want to grab a cup of coffee or you care to join me for dinner sometime because then it's their idea. It's their choice. Besides, they're already communicating the way they're looking or the things that they're saying that they're into him. And so if they are, here's my card. Remember, they're revealing their interest to him in hopes that he does something. So if he gives the number away, just to be sure they reach out to him, then they're definitely in. And if if they don't reach out, then so what? Thus far, in each instance where one of these women mentions or asks about my massages during a date, even if it's the first date, I offer to do a private session at no charge, but they must do exactly as I say. The usual response is a look of amazement in the phrase, really? I don't say a word. I simply lift my glass or cup of coffee, maintaining eye contact with a smirk until she says something which usually, okay, or that sounds interesting. Once we get to my place, we have a few drinks and the tension and all the right cues are there. I stand up and tell them I want to give them a tour of my place. The last place I lead them to is the room where I have my massage studio. I talk about this a lot in my videos about the logistics of seduction. Create an opportunity for sex to happen. You must think about this shit ahead of time. A lot of guys don't. They don't ever give it a thought. They're trying to screw chicks in bathrooms and libraries and the elevator in their cars. This guy's fucking textbook. He's got everything arranged ahead of time. So if a woman comes back to his place, he knows he's getting his brains fucked out. And if she goes back there, she knows she's probably going to get her brains fucked out because she can tell the guys that act like this know what they're doing and they have lots of options. So they're going to be completely safe with a guy like this. The other guys that are neurotic, insecure, needy, controlling, they don't get anywhere. I then tell these women to get undressed and then I am going to give them an amazing massage but I emphasize they must do exactly as I say. It seems that regardless of who this woman might be, there is dead silence. They stare at me with a baffled look, tilt their head to one side as I look them dead in the eyes until they turn away and then they usually just begin to remove their clothing without any further questions oh yeah it's fucking on like donkey Kong. good job dude i've yet to be told no or given any resistance once or twice all i am asked is 
You're not going to hurt me, are you? To which I respond, no, hun. You're going to enjoy this. And if at any time you want me to stop, all you have to do is tell me. But the massage comes to an end and you agree to go home. Is that agreeable to you? Every time this happens, the once assertive alpha female looks away or to the ground like a shy schoolgirl and nods her head or whispers out a barely audible okay or yes. I do a complete and legitimate massage for about 45 minutes and never go straight for her breast or cookie until I know she's ready. 45 minutes of a massage before it ever gets sexual in any way. Notice how much time he's taking. I do a lot of emails where I'm answering guys who are trying to seduce a woman. They grab her boobs or her pussy and it just never goes there. This guy spends 45 minutes giving her a massage making her feel safe and comfortable. He listened to what I taught. He says, if the vibe is right and she is in the moment, I also introduce blindfolds or an old silk tie to bind their hands. I don't ask or hesitate. Always assertive, maybe aggressive, but never abusive. Never abusive. Follow-up dates are always a sure thing. The kink is really amped up. Wash, rinse, repeat. If they want to continue getting professional massages, they have to be at the spa following all professional protocol. There are two to three women that are clients that I now see on a regular basis, but I have set a, out a clear understanding that I am not looking for anything long term. This man is 50 years old and now he has choice with women. He ain't no fucking rush. His whole life he's been a second class citizen to pretty young girls and now it's just a revolving door. This is your life. This is your kingdom. This is, what, this is your reality. I want you to create whatever works for you and you've done a brilliant job of that. I also have started to learn about how to make a woman squirt. Based upon my research, less than 1% of women, of men know how to make a woman have a G-spot orgasm. I'm also getting better at this and having greater success especially after a good massage but don't have it down pat. When it has happened, the result is amazing and a follow-up date is definitely guaranteed. I'll bet. There's nothing like having your girl on top of you and it's like getting a five-gallon bucket of water thrown on you. She comes like a waterfall. I had a old, <laughs> I had a old there was this old German guy. His name was uh, – I think his name was Oscar. When I was in my 20s, we had, we had a, a friend of ours and she was from Germany as well. And she was dating this older guy and he was – I think he was in his 50s. Or she was like our age. She was like 23, 24, 25. And we were hanging out, having some drinks with him one time. I don't know where she was. And he was like, when she comes, she comes like a waterfall. About this time, the girl with borderline personality disorder reached out. I told her I was glad to hear from her and I would love to see her, but that I was very busy and couldn't make the drive out to see her. (laughs) She actually took an almost two-hour commute by bus to come by my place. Of course she did. Notice how the power completely flipped. He's driving an hour each way or an hour round trip. Now he's like, fuck this. Instead of making dinner, as I probably would have in the past, I waited until she got there and told her we were making dinner together. We talked, cooked, had some drinks and prided ourselves on the great meal we made together. Instead of waiting until she initiated intimacy, I went for the kill. When she flipped back her hair, 
put down her drink and lied back in the couch. We had crazy, crazy sex that involved hair tugging, ass spanking, and no holds barred. You go, boy. Since then, she now initiates all calls as well as texts. I make sure any responses are non-emotional, direct, and short. Instead of me asking her where we stand in the relationship, she now brings it up, to which I say that I greatly enjoy her company and like things as they are for now. Boom. Boom. Encouragement. Although I don't tell her, I now know she is not girlfriend material, but the sex is crazy amazing. Dude, this guy is totally fucking James Bond. He is a man. Dude, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy. I know you're probably having a great fucking time. This is your birthright. We were born and put on this earth to live like this. This is the way it's supposed to be. But again, this is his reality. This is what works for him. We both have agreed to keep things casual. We alternate where once a week she takes the commute to see me and when I have time, I go to her. Anytime she becomes bossy, crazy, or bitchy, I take a long, purposeful, deep breath, tell her that I understand she is frustrated, but that I don't find her attitude or tone acceptable. <laughs> my life is a drama-free zone and I am not putting up with this shit. If you want to be in my life, you got to communicate like an adult, be sweet, be loving. I don't put up with this bullshit. I'm happy to let you go forever. Not that you need to tell her that, but you're... <laughs> You show through your actions. This is not acceptable behavior. This is followed by a stare down to which she will huff and proceed to begin a long-winded explanation of some sort of conflict or tension she is experiencing at work or with a friend. I no longer concern myself with someone else might be thinking but more about what I am feeling and do my best to ascertain why I feel a certain way. Like a recovering alcoholic, I daily struggle with 40 years of codependence but I now catch myself whenever someone asks me for something. I do it because I want to, not because I feel I have to. I now practice the art of asking. If it's at a restaurant or bar, I go out of my way to ask for something. I have a lot to let go of. I've had to let go of several friends and associates that basically told me I was a selfish asshole because I was no longer their go-to gopher or Johnny on the spot. That's awesome, dude. I did a video, I don't know, a few weeks back called Why I Don't Care What You Think. Fuck yeah, everybody should adopt that mindset. Because the right people that love you and accept you and embrace you fully for who you are, they'll tolerate it and they'll stick around. And those that have a problem with it, they're fucking out the door. He says, I've learned to focus on what people actually do and not the honey that drips from their tongues. Also, there is a great deal of importance in maintaining eye contact, especially during a tense moment or testing by a friend, customer, or lover. My book of business for massages is growing by leaps and bounds. I keep things very legit and professional and very selective about whom I date as far as clients. I am happier than I have ever been. I go out on at least two dates weekly and I'm doing my best to make up for Time lost and self-pity and fear. Thank you for all you do, coach. Dude, thank you for that fucking fantastic, outstanding, and very descriptive email. You're going to help a lot of guys and a lot of girls out there with your email. So thank you for sharing that and thank you for fucking being awesome 
and letting us see how you've applied the principles and the fundamentals that I teach in my book to becoming your best self. And if you'd like to get my help personally to help you become your best self, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 